first realize I am a soul, a spark of unique life. I am a soul. Soul is sip. I am sip. Sip is an all. And then realize that sip, the supreme immortal power, is an all. By air, Atma in Ravi. Contents About the Author Preface Introduction Part A I am a soul. 1. Who am I? 2. Am I the body? 3. Am I the mind? 4. Am I the ego? 5. I am the soul. 6. Ignorance stops realization. 7. Mind causes ignorance. 8. The need to go on a quest. 9. Importance of a guru. 10. Self-realization. Part B. Soul is sip. 1. What is the soul? 2. Where does the soul come from? 3. Soul is energy. 4. God is not God. 5. God is sip. 6. Soul is sip. 7. Realize this in consciousness. 8. Soul is immortal. Part C. I am Sip. 1. Who am I eventually? 2. I am nothing. 3. I am, but who? 4. I am Sip. 5. I am a manifestation. 6. I need liberation from ignorance. 7. I must transcend karma. Part D. Sip in all. 1. Every soul is sip. 2. Sip is possimum. 3. Only sip is. 4. Everything is maya. 5. This world is a leela. 6. Our goal is moksha. 7. What happens at death? 8. From Self-Realization to God-Realization 9. Everything beautiful is divine Afterward Poem Other Books by Air About the Author Air Atma in Ravi is an embodied soul whose only mission in life is to help people discover the way to eternal happiness through enlightenment. He was born in Bangalore on October 15, 1966. At a very young age, he mastered the craft of business and became a very successful businessman who revolutionized retailing in India with the stores Kids Kemp, Big Kids Kemp and Kempford. After making millions, 
he realized that life is not just about making money. He shut down his business at the age of 40 and started making a difference doing HIS work, humanitarian, inspirational and spiritual work. As a part of the humanitarian initiative, three charitable homes were set up to provide free medical treatment and care to the poor, destitute and needy. Today, over 800 suffering homeless people who are picked up from the streets are served and cared for in three destitute homes and provided with free shelter, food, clothing and medical care. Air built a Shiva temple in the year 1995 in Bangalore, which is now known as the Shivoham Shiva temple. Air now believes that religion is just a kindergarten to spirituality and people should go beyond religion to truly realize God. One day, his guru inspired him to introspect and find answers to the following questions. Who am I? What is the purpose of my life? Is life just meant to seek pleasures and to live and die without any purpose? What happens after death? Will I be reborn? Who is God? Where is God? What is God? What is the soul? Where are heaven and hell? What is enlightenment? Several questions like these took him on a quest a search for the truth. He gave up his life of achievement and fulfillment in search of the final peak of life, enlightenment. After a few years of intense search and retreat, deep in the mountains, he realized that we are not this body. We are the soul, the Atma. He changed his given name to Air, Atma in Revi. Post his metamorphosis, he started living as an instrument of God, doing His divine will. This led to several realizations that formed his new mission of life, to help people discover the way to eternal happiness through enlightenment. Since then, Air's life has been dedicated to reaching out and helping people to eradicate the ignorance that they live in. Based on his realizations, Air has published over 65 books, composed and sung about 1,400 bhajans, written several blogs, quotes and poems. He has taken up various other initiatives that can lead people towards the truth like conducting air spiritual retreats and giving talks that help people evolve on their spiritual journey. He is a TEDx speaker and is also invited to speak at several organizations, corporates and universities. He conducts webinars every week and asks care sessions every day on Zoom and Facebook Live to help people realize the ultimate purpose of their life. Started with nothing, became something, achieved everything only to realize we're nothing. Preface One of the strangest things in the world is that we don't know who we are and why we are here. We live and die without finding out the truth of who am I. 
Our ego dominates us and along with the mind becomes the mind and ego, me. We look at our body in the mirror and get carried away by this false identity. Little do we realize that we are neither the body nor we the mind and ego, me. We are the Divine Soul. After living in ignorance for five decades, I suddenly got a spark that enlightened me with the truth. I realized that I was an Atma, a spirit, a soul. I was a spark of unique life that came alive nine months before my so-called birthday. I got awakened to this truth and went deeper to find out who am I and why am I here. After 25 years of achievement, I started my spiritual quest. In my journey of spirituality and enlightenment, I have written over 65 books on life, happiness, purpose and existence. I am grateful for the blessing that made me realize that we are all a part of SIP, the supreme immortal power that we call God. In fact, we are all manifestations of God. God does not live in the skies, we are told lies. God is in every spark, in every living creature that walks, talks, flies and sings. I realized this truth and made it my mission to share it with the world. Our purpose of life is to evolve from self-realization to God-realization. We human beings are blessed. We are the only ones who have been given an intellect to discriminate thoughts. We are the only ones who can attain a state of illumination that can lead to the realization of who we are. It is only man who can be liberated and united with the Divine. I decided to write this book to help people realize the simple truth, I am a soul. I am not what I think I am. I am not I. The soul is sip, the spark of unique life. Who am I is nothing but a speck of the supreme immortal power. The soul comes from sip at conception and returns to sip at death. I am that power. I am sip. Sip is not just in me. Sip is in you, just as it is in me. Sip is in a butterfly, a bee, and even a tree. Unfortunately, because we believe in a personal God from the time we are kids, we do not realize this truth. We are all manifestations of the Divine, the one supreme power that is omnipresent, present everywhere, in everything. So Sip is in all. I have written this book in simple terms to simplify a complicated subject that has eluded us for centuries. We continue to live in ignorance and because of that, not only do we suffer the triple suffering of the body, mind and ego on earth, but we will continue to suffer as we return in repeated rebirths. Until we realize the truth of who am I? And until we discover that we are not the body, mind and ego, but the Divine Soul, we will never realize that 
we all are like waves that come from one divine ocean and return to that divine ocean. The purpose of our life is to realize that we are the divine soul. This is our goal. As long as we don't realize we are nothing but the soul, we will wander, suffer and will never achieve our life goal. Introduction This book can transform your life. It can change your philosophy, perspective and paradigm. It can liberate you from all suffering, pain of the body, misery of the mind and agony of the ego. It can create a fountain of divine love in you, something that you would have never experienced before. It can kindle a light within you to overcome the darkness of ignorance. It can help you rediscover peace. Peace is within you, but you are trying to find peace of mind outside. Peace can lead to a state of eternal happiness, a peak that we all constantly seek. This book can lead to a complete metamorphosis. Are you ready to be awakened with the truth? Who are you? Till today, you would have been answering with your name. I am Peter or John, but were you John when you were born? That is just a name. Even your birthday is fake. You may cut a cake, but this book will make you awake. You were actually born nine months before your so-called birthday. You were conceived when two cells from your parents fertilized and that fusion created a zygote. That zygote was created only because a spark of life caused the conception. If that spark of life wasn't there, you would have never been born. You are the spark of unique life, a soul but you don't realize it. This book will lead you to open your real eyes and realize the truth of who you are and why you're here. Not only will you realize that you are a soul, but you will also go on one step further to realize that soul is Sip. Sip is the supreme immortal power. Unfortunately, we go to school, but we remain a fool because we believe lies like God lives in the skies. Then, we go to college and we gain knowledge, but we don't realize that God is not God. God is Sip. The power of Sip appears as a spark in you, in me, in every soul, in every living creature. We are searching for God, when in reality, every animate being is a manifestation of God. Therefore, who are we in reality? If we are not the body, mind and ego, we are the soul and the soul is nothing but sip. Then aren't we sip? Yes, we are a tiny part of the supreme immortal power. This is the ultimate truth which has been complicated and because in thought we are caught, this truth we forgot. Where is sip? Sip is in all. Sip is everywhere in everything. Our first realization is that Sip is in every soul that is alive on earth. Those who are blessed will further realize that 
The power of SIP is in every molecule of matter. When I first heard this from my guru, my master, I was flabbergasted. Slowly, I overcame my ignorance and was enlightened with the truth, I am a soul. The soul is SIP. I am SIP. SIP is in all. This is the ultimate truth. The same truth is revealed in Santana Dharma, the original Hindu faith and also in the Vedas and Upanishads through the Mahavakyas. You are the Divine Soul, not the ego, body or mind. You are a manifestation of God. This truth you will find. Part A. I am a soul. I am not what I seem to be. I am not the mind and ego, me. I am a spark of unique life, a soul. To realize this is my ultimate goal. Chapter 1. Who am I? When I first heard this question, I thought, what a silly question. Don't I know who I am? I have a name, parents, family, nationality, religion. It is so clear as to who I am. Then, why this question, who am I? I know I am not you. We are different, just as I know that I am not a table or a chair. I am not the shirt that I wear. I am I. When I started my quest, I was shocked to realize I am not I. This was probably the biggest shock of my life. I always thought I was this complex body, mind, heart, intellect and soul. I could look in the mirror and see who I was. I could identify myself in a photograph or video just as I could differentiate myself from others because of my passport, my driving license and my ID card. But when I was contemplating, I realized that nothing on my ID card was permanent. My age was changing, my picture was changing and my address was changing. It made me reflect on who am I? Am I the baby that was born on the birth date that is on my birth certificate or am I the one I am today? What will I be in the moment of my death? People will just say that I passed away. Who would have passed away? Where will I go? Where did I come from? What was I before my birthday? When was I really born? When I started asking questions, I was flabbergasted to realize that I am not I. This took me further on my spiritual journey, which I will share as we go forward. It all starts with the primary question, who am I? Because we think we are the body, mind and ego, we suffer the triple suffering, pain of the body, 
mystery of the mind and the agony of the ego. The moment we realize I am not I, we will be free from this triple suffering. But if I am not I, then who am I? I exist, don't I? So, I must be something, somebody. What is the something that I am? Who is the somebody that I may be? Throughout my life, I kept saying, I, me and mine. But once I realized that I am not I, I had the biggest laugh of my life. Throughout my life, I thought I was I. We all think so, but the truth is that we are not the me that in the mirror we see and because of this ignorance, we are not free. We are like the prisoners who suffer and die only because we don't realize the truth, who am I? Not only do we suffer on earth, but return in a rebirth only to suffer again and again because we do not realize the truth of who am I. There is only one way to discover who am I. That way is to find out who I'm not. When I started eliminating who I'm not, ultimately I will realize who I truly am. Who is that I? Am I the I that I can see? Am I the mind and ego that says me? Am I the body that I see that is constantly changing? Who is the real me? If we find the answer to who I am not, then we will get the answers to who I am. We will be free from all misery and live a life of bliss, peace, joy and eternal happiness. Who am I? If I am not I, when I find out who I am not, I will realize who am I. Chapter 2 Am I the body? In the quest for self-realization, to realize who we truly are, the first question is, Am I the body? We all identify ourselves as the body. That is why we say, this is me. It is my hand, my head, my leg, my nose. We also say, my back is aching or I am in pain. Who is in pain? It is the body. When our foot is fractured and is in a plaster, we say, I am suffering. When we have a flu or a fever, we say, I have fever. So, we are always associating this body to be me. I am this body. In addition to it, I may also be the mind, ego, intellect and the soul. But first of all, are we this body? Where did this body come from? Was it manufactured in a factory? like the Mercedes-Benz car or an Apple computer? Of course not. We know beyond a doubt that this body was formed in our mother's womb over nine months after we were conceived as the first cell known as the zygote. Nobody did anything 
to make this body neither i nor my mother nor my father my society or my religion we were automatically created without human intervention it may seem like a miracle but it is true that our brain heart lungs kidneys and all our unique sense organs like the eyes ears nose tongue skin along with muscles blood and bones were created by a power that is beyond human comprehension and definition how did this happen when two cells from our parents fertilized the fusion created a single cell called zygote thereafter the cells multiplied from 1 to 2 2 to 4 4 to 8 and this body was formed this is a scientific truth there is no doubt about it and there should be no hesitation in accepting it too but the question is did the body come first or did i come first i was conceived 9 months before i arrived on my so called birthday i existed in the very first cell the zygote when i was conceived thereafter i could not change my mother and father that was me after about 9 months i arrive on earth and i am declared born one day this body will grow old and die people will say that i passed away departed or left we are so sure that the deceased departs in the moment of death that we cremate the body would anybody dare destroy the body if we were still alive in it would anybody cremate or bury a body if we were just sleeping that would be murder so we are clear that we leave the body therefore i am not the body both birth and death reveal the startling fact i was born before the body was formed so i am not the body at death i will leave the body and then there will be no breath i will depart again this endorses that i am not the body therefore these facts put to rest the question am i the body i am certainly not the body i have a body i live in a body but i'm not the body this is the absolute truth i was conceived 9 months before the body was born at death the body becomes dust when i'm gone chapter 3 am i the mind i am stressed i'm worried i'm afraid to die of the coronavirus I have a phobia for spiders. I'm paranoid about darkness. Who is this I that is living in fear, worry, stress and anxiety? It is the mind. Am I the mind? Most of us think that our mind is king. Little do we realize that it is the cause of all our suffering. But the question that stares at our faces, are we the mind? If we are not the body, but we are we exist then is our existence because of the mind we know of the thought chain we act because of a thought a thought becomes a feeling and that feeling becomes an action thus 
All actions are because of thoughts. We often believe that the mind is the true director of our life. Essentially, it appears to be the truth of our existence, but is this true? Many people think that human body is like a computer, where the physical body is the hardware and mind is the software. Can a computer work without software? No, it is not possible. A computer needs an operating system, a software and various applications to function. Can the software work without the hardware? No. How is it possible? The software can work only when it is loaded into the hardware of the computer. So, we understand that the mind can only exist where there is body. Without the body, the mind is like a software that is hanging nowhere. Our mind seems to have a subtle existence. Unlike the body, which can be touched and felt, our mind seems to exist, but it cannot be seen or touched. We feel it exists because of thoughts. In fact, the mind is nothing but a bundle of thoughts. When there are no thoughts, there is no mind. The mind is active when we are awake. Even when we sleep, the mind creates dreams. So, are we the mind? You can touch your nose, pull your ears and see your eyes in the mirror. You can see the scan of your brain or the x-ray of your organs and bones. But have you ever seen your mind? No, nobody has seen the mind. We confuse our mind with our brain, but the brain is only a hardware. Nobody has a picture of the mind. Why? Because it doesn't exist. The mind is nothing but a bundle of thoughts that has no existence of its own. In a state of deep sleep, after which we wake up and say, I slept like a log, there was no mind. When we meditate, we still the mind and reach a state of consciousness. In this state of thoughtlessness, there is no mind. Then, how can we be the mind which we cannot find? Therefore, not only are we sure that we are not the body, we are also sure that we are not the mind. Then, who are we in reality? If we are not the body and mind, then, who am I? This truth we must find. We often think, I am the mind. But where is the mind? We cannot find. Chapter 4 Am I the Ego? Now, I have realized that I am not the body. I seem to have a body, but this body is not me. This body was neither there when I was conceived, nor will it remain when I depart. Therefore, I am not the body for sure. When I try to find my mind, where is the mind I cannot find? But I exist, don't I? So, am I the ego? Without the ego, there can be no existence. As the ego, I have a body and I have thoughts that appear as my mind. Therefore, I am the ego 
with a body and a mind. I also have an intellect to discriminate and a memory to store my life incidents. Who can deny this? I have a name, an identity, a birth certificate, a passport and a driver's license. So, how can I not be I? As long as I am under the influence of my mind, I will remain the ego I. I will say, I want to be rich. I want to be good looking. I want to be healthy. I want to be happy. The I desires, the I aspires, has expectations and seeks possessions too. That is why our ego says, this is my car, my house and my business. Our ego also builds relationships. Then, how can one deny its existence? This is my spouse, my kids, my brother, my sister, my mother and my father. I have friends, I have pets. Can you deny the existence of the I, the ego? From the moment of birth till the moment of death, there is no doubt that the ego exists. There can be no existence without an ego. It is the ego that differentiates me from you. The ego, along with the mind, becomes me, the mind and ego, me. It is this me that directs the body to act. The body will live and die, but the me doesn't die. When the body dies, the me carries its karma and is reborn. This goes on and on. So, am I not the ego? As long as we live in ignorance, we will live as me. We will even identify as the body, although we realize that we are not this body. Though we can't find the mind, we still say, I and me because of the mind and ego. And until we realize the truth that we are not the mind or the ego, we will continue to suffer on earth and return in a rebirth. But the moment we realize that there is no mind and the ego is a false identity, we realize that we are neither the body that will die nor the mind and ego me. We will be liberated from ignorance and enlightened with the truth. The ego is a veil that hides the truth. It is because of this ego, which we cannot annihilate till we die, that we remain in ignorance. We do not realize the truth. When we transcend our ego, we realize the truth. I am nothing. I am neither this body, nor the mind, or the ego. The ego keeps saying I, me and mine. Till we transcend the ego, the truth will not shine. Chapter 5 I am the soul. A very few among us are blessed to realize the truth, I am a soul. 
if we are not the body that is formed from the five elements of the nature and returns to dust after death, if we are not the mind that we cannot find, and if we are not the false identity, the ego, then who are we? Aha! We are the power of life. We are the divine spirit, Atma, Ruh. We are the soul. Soul is a spark of unique life. Different religions and cultures have given it different names, but nobody denies that a human being has life, a power that departs at death. That power is the soul. We are the soul. Without the soul, we would not have been conceived nine months before we were delivered on earth. The first cell of human existence, the zygote, comes alive only with the soul. The two cells of our parents would have been of no productive use otherwise. It is only because of the soul that a fusion takes place and this fertilization causes the birth of a zygote. The truth is that our life starts only then. We are born at that moment and not on the birth date that is mentioned on our birth certificate. However, in reality, we are only conceived. We are never born because the soul is birthless and deathless. Soul, the spark of unique life, comes from an ocean of energy that we call Sip, the supreme immortal power. When we are conceived, it is Sip that appears as a soul in the moment of death, when there is no breath and the body loses its life, the soul departs and becomes one with the Supreme Soul, Sip. Our true existence is that of the soul. Unfortunately, because we do not realize that we are the soul, we live as the body. The mind and ego, me, directs the body to act. These actions create karma and then, when the body dies, me, the mind and ego, carries its karma and returns to earth in a rebirth. It is ignorance that causes us to believe that we are the body, mind and ego. It is our ignorance that stops us from the realization that we are actually a divine soul a spark of unique life. When we realize that we are the soul and not the body, mind and ego, in that moment we are liberated from all the karma of all lifetimes and the soul is united with the divine. The body dies, the mind doesn't exist and the ego is a false identity this truth is revealed and we are enlightened. I am a soul, a spark of unique life. I am just a speck of Sip, the supreme immortal power. I appear as a soul, just as a wave appears from the ocean and merges back into the ocean. I am unique, as long as I am encapsulated in a body. At death, I am free, I return. However, those who do not realize this, K 
carry their karma due to ignorance and return as the mind and ego me they do not realize the ultimate truth that they are the soul what is the truth the truth is that we are not the body that dies neither are we the mind that we cannot find nor are we the ego we are the divine soul to realize this is our life goal when i realize i am neither the body nor the ego nor the mind then i realize i am the divine soul this truth i find chapter 6 ignorance stops realization what stops us from realizing that we are not the body mind and ego that we are the soul it is ignorance from the time we are born we are indoctrinated with certain beliefs although our birthday is fake we are made to cut a cake in reality we were born 9 months before our birth date our mother will tell us that we were kicking in her stomach even before we arrived on this planet there is no doubt that we were alive but because we do not realize the simple truth we continue to live with ignorance so how does one overcome ignorance unless we unlearn what we have learned we will never realize the truth we will believe the lies like god lives in the skies until we overcome ignorance until we contemplate on who dies and who will meet god in the skies it is a fact that our body will die it is true that the soul will depart but because of ignorance we believe that we are me the mind and ego this ignorance causes us to carry our karma and return to earth in a rebirth if there was no ignorance there would be no mind and ego no karma and ultimately no rebirth but because of ignorance we are unable to realize the truth to overcome ignorance we should contemplate death just as we contemplated birth we are not this body it was formed over 9 months in our mother's womb we know this but out of ignorance we still accept our birth date as the day we arrived on earth one day this body will die and our near and dear ones will destroy the body they will cremate it or bury it why it is because we are not in the body anymore we know it but due to ignorance we do not realize that we are not the body mind and ego but the divine soul 
people will say that we passed away then they say rip let us pray for the departed soul because of our ignorance we believe it all we don't ask questions investigate and realize the truth we continue to live in ignorance if we want to realize that we are the divine soul we have to overcome our ignorance as long as we are ignorant we will suffer the triple suffering of the body mind and ego we will believe that we are this body and experience aches and pains we will live as the mind in fear guilt shame regret and with stress worry anxiety and depression then we will also live as the ego and be agonized by anger hate revenge and jealousy it is most unfortunate but because of ignorance we think we are the body mind and ego and suffer the triple suffering on earth not only that but we will return to this earth in a rebirth and because of ignorance this cycle will go on and on ignorance will stop us from realizing we are the divine soul which is our ultimate goal alas in ignorance we live and die and do not realize who am i and why am i here even though i am the soul i live as the body mind ego and do not activate my intellect in consciousness to realize the truth what is that stops us from realizing the truth it is ignorance that blocks us from getting to the root chapter 7 mind causes ignorance while ignorance is the root cause of us believing that we are the body mind ego and not the soul what causes this ignorance ignorance is caused by the mind however we just reviewed the mind there is no mind nobody has seen the mind we concluded that we are not the mind so does the mind actually exist what is this mind the mind is nothing but a bundle of thoughts when we are bombarded by thoughts our mind appears we are caught in thought and our mind makes us blind it pours like rain pushes us down the drain and we continue to be ignorant again and again the thoughts from the mind cause ignorance the mind is a rascal it is our biggest enemy if we don't kill the mind the mind will kill us it has a clear objective to envelop us in the darkness of ignorance to do this it bombards us with thoughts about 50 thoughts a minute 
which can be a whooping 50,000 thoughts a day. These are thoughts of fear, guilt, shame, guilt, regret, worry, stress, anxiety, and even depression. There are also thoughts that create anger, hate, revenge, and jealousy within us. Why is the mind such a rascal? Why is it an enemy? Why is it bombarding us with thoughts so that in ignorance we are caught? The mind has an objective and a clear agenda. If the mind does not create ignorance and envelop us in thoughts, we will reach that state of consciousness in which the intellect will be activated. The intellect will then use its power of discrimination to realize, I am not the body, I am not the mind, I am not the ego, I am the divine soul. The moment this happens, it will ring the death knell of the mind. The mind does not let this bell ring. It does not want to die. It seeks its own survival. Therefore, it floods us with ignorance and stops us from going into that state of consciousness where we can use our intellect to realize the truth that we are the soul. Therefore, our mind behaves like a monkey, jumping from thought to thought. It jumps from a past that is gone to a future not yet born because it wants to steal the present moment of consciousness. It wraps us and zaps us in ignorance. It tries very hard to stop us from enlightenment, from realizing that we are the Divine Soul. This realization is only possible if we flip to consciousness and activate the intellect to overcome ignorance and realize that we are the Divine Soul. We must flip from mind to consciousness, from a state of thought to thoughtlessness. Only then will we move from ignorance to intelligence. It is in this state of consciousness that we will see the fact that we are not the mind and ego, me, and we will be who we are meant to be, the Divine Soul. What causes ignorance? What makes us blind? It is our biggest enemy, the monkey, the rascal mind. Chapter 8 The need to go on a quest If we want to realize that we are not this body that we appear to be, we are not the mind and ego, me, rather we are a divine soul, we need to go on a quest. We must take several questions with us in a retreat so that we can be free of the material world and contemplate the spiritual truth. The quest may involve taking several books or materials that will inspire us to be enlightened. 
I went on my first quest in 2012. Initially, I was distracted, but it took me one year just to stop being distracted. It was in 2013 that I pushed away all distractions and gave my complete focus and dedication to my quest. I made my quest, my talash, the priority of my life. I went on a several solo trips and retreats asking myself several questions. I spent several hours in flights and several days in trains staring into the open sky in complete stillness and silence. I had to cut the clutter, the noise to hear the divine voice. What were the questions that i took with me on my quest one who am i in reality two what caused my birth three what will happen at death four who will actually die five people will say that i passed away but where will i go after death Six. What about my soul? Will it reincarnate? Seven. Is rebirth a reality? Eight. Does karma exist? Who controls karma? Is it God? Nine. Who is God? Where is God? What is God? Ten. Do heaven and hell actually exist? Will there be a day of judgment? Will I come face to face with God? I took several questions on my quest for which I wanted to find answers. This is what a quest is all about. If we want to decode the mystery of life, we need to ask questions we must investigate only then we will realize the truth to find out who am i the first challenge is to find out who i am not the quest helps us overcome our ignorance it helps us chip away the myth so that the truth is revealed it is like a good sculptor who is chipping away all the unnecessary pieces of marble and low and behold the beautiful statue appears the spark of enlightenment will shine only when a true seeker goes on a sincere quest and chips off all ignorance then the truth will be revealed we must go on a quest unless we search we will never realize the truth ask and it will be given to you seek and you will find knock and the door will be opened to you matthew 77 haven't we heard these before the kingdom of god is within you luke 1721 god lives in the temple of your heart Corinthians 3:16 But unfortunately 
since we don't start a quest we do not realize this divine truth we live die and are reborn and this goes on and on to realize the truth we must go on a quest don't accept anything blindly put all beliefs to test Chapter 9 Importance of a Guru In this journey of self-realization of realizing who I am not and who I am the guru plays a key role in our enlightenment Enlightenment is not knowledge that we can get in a college In fact whatever we are taught in school makes us a fool when it comes to spirituality and we remain a fool all our life we are taught to succeed earn become rich and famous but we are not taught to discover who we are and why we are here for that we need the help of a guru a spiritual mentor an enlightened master without the guidance of a guru it is practically impossible for a seeker to realize that he is the divine soul what is the truth the truth is that we are not this body mind and ego it is absolutely true that we are a divine soul but even after reading this truth a hundred times we are unable to realize that we are not the body mind and ego and we are the soul why is that so it is because knowledge is not realization knowledge is knowing but when knowledge becomes action that is realization when we start living as the soul and stop living as the body mind and ego that is realization it is a very difficult task and unless there is an initiation by a guru a seeker cannot evolve on the right path of spirituality he will not be awakened unless the guru handholds him makes him start a quest helps him overcome ignorance and makes him realize the truth who is a real guru gu means darkness and ru means light a real guru is the one who takes us from darkness to light he helps us overcome the darkness with the light of the truth can you enter a dark room and sweep away the darkness no you cannot you need a light similarly the guru helps us kindle the light within so that we can see that we are not the mind and ego me and we can be the divine soul who we are meant to be it is the guru's light of wisdom that causes enlightenment without a guru we may try hard but it is impossible to realize that we are the divine soul it is a guru 
who helps us transcend the mind and ego, me, just as he takes us forward towards our ultimate goal of realizing that we are the Divine Soul. Can you become a world champion in any sport or art without an expert teacher or a master coach? No, it is very difficult. Just like we need training to develop any skill, to develop spiritually, we need an enlightened master, a guru. Walking the path alone may take several decades or several lifetimes. Such is the mystery of spirituality. If we look into our history, we will find that very few people were blessed to be enlightened and it is almost certain that all of them had a wise, enlightened, spiritual master, a guru to lead them towards their realization of the truth. Do you have a guru? If you don't, then you may never achieve the goal of realizing that you are the Divine Soul. A Guru takes us from Gu to Ru, from darkness to light. With the Guru, the spark of enlightenment will make life bright. Chapter 10 Self-Realization What is Self-Realization? It is the realization of the truth of who we are. Are we this body? No. We may have a body, but we are not the body. We have analyzed this already. Are we the mind? When we try to find the mind, where is the mind? We cannot find. When we pursue the reality of our ego, we realize that the ego is a false identity. This journey of investigating and creating an inquiry of who am I and realizing the truth, I am none other than the Divine Soul is called Self-Realization. Self-Realization is realizing the true Self. There is no me, mind and ego. There is no I. I am nothing but a manifestation of the Divine Energy. I may appear as the body, mind and ego with an intellect but the truth is that I am nothing but a soul, a spark of unique life. When we come to terms with this truth, when the spark of truth shines, it is self-realization. Just knowing that I am not the body, mind and ego and I am the soul is not self-realization. Millions around the world may know it, but only a rare few, a small minority, are enlightened to realize this truth. The journey of self-realization is not easy. It is like climbing a summit like the Mount Everest. It is a difficult terrain. First, we are blocked by the senses of our body that desire, crave, and try to take us to our grave without self-realization so that we can return to earth in a rebirth. Then, our mind tries to bombard us with thoughts 
and tries to make us blind to the reality. And then our ego says, I, me and mine and stops us from realizing the truth, from being enlightened that we are the soul. Transcending the body, mind and ego is not an easy task. It takes a lot and only a very tiny fraction of humanity reaches the destination of enlightenment. It is said that only 1% of humanity goes on a sincere quest. Of that 1%, 1% realizes the truth and out of that 1%, only 1% attains self-realization and goes beyond to attain God-realization. Therefore, 0.001% of the humanity may be successful in the journey of the soul. Unfortunately, the 99.99% plus of the people in this world who are gifted with a rare and unique gift of a human birth and are capable of attaining self-realization do not attain it. They return to earth in a rebirth only to suffer the triple suffering of the body, mind and ego again and again. They do not make self-realization their priority or the goal of their life. They do not take the help of a guru or do not go on a quest. It is sad, but although we know this to be true, we still remain prisoners of pleasures, people and possessions and do not attain the ultimate state of salvation, nirvana, mukti and moksha. Every man has a purpose. The purpose is to discover the purpose of who we are and why we are here. To discover that we are the divine soul, born to be liberated from this world and be united with the divine. It will all start with the journey of self-realization, realizing that I am the divine soul. Unless we evolve through purification and illumination, we will never be blessed with the gift of self-realization. Part A Summary Part A I am a soul in a snapshot. Point 1 To realize that I am the soul, I must first realize who I am not. Point 2 I am not the body. It was formed after I was conceived and one day it will die and people will say that I passed away. Point 3. I am not the mind. Where is the mind I cannot find? Point 4. I am not the ego that says I, me and mine. It is a false identity. Point 5. If I am not the body, mind and ego, but I am, then who am I? Point 6. I am a soul, a spark of unique life that was conceived nine months before my so-called birthday and which departs at death. Point 7. To realize this truth, I must overcome ignorance. Point 8. The mind tries hard to make me blind so that 
I cannot see that I am not the mind and ego me. Point 9. I need the help of a guru, an enlightened master to realize the truth. Point 10. Self-realization is not knowledge that you can get in a college. Not everybody can realize, I am the soul. Point 11. The truth is, I am an immortal soul. I am neither the mortal body nor the illusory mind. This truth I must find. Point 12. For this, I must start a quest and put all my beliefs to test. Part B. Soul is Sip. Soul is a spark of unique life. Soul is the supreme immortal power, Sip. God is not God who we always thought. Let us get Sip to our lip. Chapter 1. What is the Soul? There is so much mystery that fills our history when it comes to the topic of the soul. What is the soul? Where does it come from? Where does it go? Does it reincarnate? If it does, how many times does it reincarnate? How is the soul different from the spirit, the Atma, the Ru? Does the soul become a ghost after death? What is the connection between souls, spirits and angels? The list is endless. So, what is the truth? The soul is S-O-U-L, a spark of unique life. It is a power, an energy that gives life. It arrives in the moment a living creature is conceived. Thereafter, the body forms with the power of the soul. Without the soul, there can be no life. The soul gives us breath till our death. The moment the soul departs, life ends. Thus, the soul is the power of life in us. The soul is not what we think it to be. It is not a mysterious entity. Just like electricity gives power to the bulb to glow and power to the television, the air conditioner and the washing machine, the soul is the power for the human computer. Without the soul, the hardware or the human body and the software, mind, intellect, memory and ego are of no use. The mind and the body cannot function until the power of the soul activates the human body the human computer. In a computer, when the battery is dead, we can charge the battery or give it a UPS backup but when it comes to the soul, it goes when the death whistle blows. In that moment of death, when the soul leaves, there is no possibility to recharge the human body. For the body that dies, death is final. But the soul never dies. It is immortal. Thus, we say that the person has passed away. But when the person lies dead on the bed, then who passed away? It is the soul. 
because we have not realized the truth about the soul, we continue to live in ignorance. Realization about the truth of the soul is called enlightenment. In many religions and scriptures, it is called Atmagyan, which means spirituality or the science of the soul. Many will still deny the existence of the soul, which is like denying the existence of gravity. Science accepts gravity through inference. Because things don't fly in the sky, our feet are on the street and everything is bound to the ground. We conclude that gravity exists. So also, the soul, through inference, is revealed with the phenomena of birth and death. The soul is the power of life that creates birth and in the absence of the soul, a living creature is dead. There is no difference in a body that is alive and a dead body other than the disappearance of the power of life, the soul, the spark of unique life. We think we have a soul, just like a laptop has a battery. Little do we realize that we are the soul. Every cell of existence is nothing but soul energy. Today, even science endorses this through its branches of quantum physics and quantum mechanics. Let us let go of the mystery that fills our history. The soul is Sith, the power that is in every lip. Chapter 2 Where does the soul come from? Do we ever ask the question, where does energy come from? No, because we know that energy comes from various sources. It may be fossil fuel, solar power, geothermal sources, nuclear energy, wind power and renewable resources like biomass. Thus. Energy is all around us, even though it is hard to define it comprehensively. While we may be aware of what energy is and its sources are, not many of us are aware of the term transmutation. Transmutation occurs when energy is transformed from one form to another. The sun power becoming solar energy, water power becoming hydroelectricity and similarly wind and coal power finally becoming electricity that is being supplied to our homes and offices are all examples of transmutation. This is the truth. But where does this power come from? Isn't this power everywhere? In the fossils in earth, in the wind that blows, the water that flows and the sun that glows. Why then is it so difficult to comprehend the power of the soul which is nothing but Sip, the supreme immortal power? All the power in this universe is a part of one supreme power which is beyond man's definition and comprehension. In fact, because scientists have not been able to define precisely what this power is, they call it the dark matter or the dark energy and they accept with the humility that 
more than 90-95% or maybe even more of what fills the universe is energy or power that is unknown to man. The power of the soul is another mysterious power of the Supreme. It comes from the Supreme and it goes back to the Supreme. Just like any electrical power in this universe appears and disappears. In fact, science has recorded this is the law of thermodynamics. Energy can neither be created nor destroyed. It can only be transformed from one form to another. Just as a wave appears from the ocean and has a momentary existence before it splashes and returns to being a part of the ocean, the soul appears from the supreme immortal power, Sip, and gives us life from birth to death. Then it returns to Sip. In fact, it doesn't have its own permanent existence. It is like air in a balloon. When we blow air into a balloon, where does that air come from? From the atmosphere. Now, we burst the balloon. Where does the air go? The air merges with the air that is everywhere. So does the soul. It comes from Sip, the supreme power that is omnipresent and returns to Sip. Creation has provided that for birth to take place, a soul is needed, a spark of unique life. But no living creature is immortal. Every living being dies when the soul departs. Therefore, the soul comes from Sip and goes back to Sip. The spark of unique life is unique as long as it is in you or me. But when the soul departs, it merges to become one with Sip. The soul comes from Sip, a power that is everywhere, just like air. There is no place where it is not there. Chapter 3 Soul is energy. What is the soul? The soul is a spark of unique life. It is unique in you, just as it is unique in me. It is different. Your soul is your soul, just as my soul is mine. But the soul is a spark, a spark of life, a spark of energy. It provides power to the living beings from the moment of conception to the moment of birth on earth and thereafter while growing up. It provides vital energy that is needed for all our living processes to function. We breathe, then the heart beats, then there is digestion and excretion. All this happens because there is a power or energy that makes the human machine function. We eat and drink, walk and talk, sing and dance or do anything. It is because there is a power within us. If there was no power, then the body would be dead. Not only do the physical functions of the body depend on the power of the soul, even our subtle functions like the functions of the mind, memory, intellect and ego 
are because we have the soul power. The moment the soul leaves, there is no breath, there is death, and our entire existence comes to an end. Without the power of the soul, the body becomes completely useless, so useless that we have to dispose it. It starts to decay and stink without the power of the soul. All these are facts. The fact that the human beings need energy to exist is scientific. To make the human machine work, we need food which becomes calories, which is needed for us to live. But even consuming food comes to an end when the soul departs. So, everything depends upon the power of the soul. So, what is the soul? The soul is energy. Whether the world believes in the existence of the soul or not, it hardly matters. The truth is that there is an energy that arrives in the moment of conception and departs at the moment of death. Nobody can deny this. This energy is called soul. It is like any other energy that exists in the universe. Do we deny solar energy, wind energy, water energy or the energy that comes from the fossil fuel. We all use batteries and UPS and electricity for our day-to-day -day life, but we have not paused to contemplate the energy that is within us. When we see somebody die, we call them lifeless because they have no energy. We just say, let us pray for the departed soul. But we don't understand what we say. There is no doubt that the person is dead. That is why we cremate the body or bury it. The one who was alive, the energy, the soul, has left. Science defines energy as the ability to do work. Without energy, nothing can happen in this world. A car moves, a plane flies, a boat sails all need energy. It may be electrical energy, chemical energy, mechanical energy or thermal or nuclear energy. We know this. When will we realize that the soul is the energy that gives us life? The soul is a power of the Supreme. We accept we need energy for things in the world to move. The soul is power or energy. Why do we struggle to prove? Chapter 4 God is not God. In this journey of I am a soul, soul is sip. I am sip, sip is in all. The turning point is realizing God. What is the truth about God? Surely, just reading a book like this may not give us the gift of God, but at least we can realize what God is not. When we say God, what do we mean? Immediately, we think of a picture of that superpower who created this universe, gave us life, and governs everything that happens on earth. People are being born, people are dying, and life is unfolding. 
the sun rises and sets seasons change it rains and it snows flowers bloom and fruits grow on the trees so many beautiful things happen in this world whether it is a beautiful butterfly that flies or a bird that sings it has not been created by man there is a power greater than man whom we call god god has become a subject of religion there are so many religions and so many gods in fact some religions have multiple gods we sometimes pray to a different god for wealth just as we go to a different god for knowledge and wisdom many of us pray to god when we are suffering either because of a disease or a loss in business or even broken heart if we want something beyond the capability of ourselves or others we pray to a god for a miracle to happen we believe that with god all things are possible it may be impossible for a man but nothing is impossible for god no doubt god exists a power exists there could be no creation without a creator somebody created this universe and if it came from a big bang then somebody caused it to happen if we have evolved from apes somebody created the apes there is something that caused the beginning of everything this creator is whom we call god but is god the god of the myth that we have grown up with no doubt god exists but who is god where is god what is god god is not the god that each of us believes in god is a power god is supreme god is birthless and deathless god is beginningless and endless but for now we must accept the fact that god is not the god that the world believes if god was the god that we believe in then how many gods are there and who exactly is god if every religion proclaims their god to be the real god then who is the real god can there be so many gods could one god have created africa and another one america could one have created the chinese and one created the indians we all know that this is ridiculous there is one god one supreme power that god is immortal if that god was like you and me then to create that god there would be a super god and if that super god was again human then there would be a super super god this would go on and on this is endless god is beyond definition and comprehension god is a power nameless and formless therefore god is not god who where what god is we know not but god is god is not god but a supreme power definitely is
Chapter 5 God is Sip If God is not God, then who is God? Where is God? What is God? Many scriptures talk of God being omnipresent or present everywhere, omnipotent or all-powerful, omniscient or all-knowing. There is no doubt that we believe God to be supreme. When we say God, we understand and mean a supreme power. We don't even think that there is a God beyond God. We pray to a God as the ultimate power. Still, we are unable to realize God. To each one of us, God has a name, a form. If God did not have a name and form, then how would we pray to God as kids? Just like we go to kindergarten and learn ABC, we grow up with a personal God whom we can see. Somehow, we grow out of kindergarten and go to university, but when it comes to God, we remain in the kindergarten of religion all our life. God is not God. We know that. God is a power. God is supreme. There is no God beyond. God is immortal. God has no bone and skin. If God had a birthday, then God needs a mother and father and a creator. But God is birthless and deathless. God is beginningless and endless. God does not belong to any religion. God has no attributes. God doesn't look like the African God or the Indian God or even the Japanese God because God is not God. God is a supreme immortal power, Sip. We are not trying to deny the existence of God here, but trying to put God in the right perspective. The universe has one God. Then, why so many religions? Why so many gods? Who created all these religions and gods? Man did. Should man create God when God created man? Somehow, we human beings have remained ignorant in the matter of realizing God. A very few people who have contemplated God have realized the truth about God. Of course, we all need a religion to grow up with. Without religion, we cannot realize God. But if we don't let go of religion, we cannot realize God either. It is like a game of pole vault. We need a pole to jump high, but to jump over the bar, we need to let go of the pole. We must let go of God to realize God. As long as we cling on to God, we will never realize that God is Sip, a supreme immortal power. God is a power in you and me. God is in the butterfly. God is in the tree. Everything that walks, talks and sings has the power of God, has the power of Sip, because God is Sip.
It is the power of Sib that gives his life. Sib appears as a soul, a spark of unique life in every living creature, not just man, but every animal, bird, fish, anything alive is alive because of Sib, the supreme immortal power that appears as the soul, that spark of unique life that gives us life to live. God is not God, God is Sip. Sip is the power we call God that brings life to every lip. Chapter 6 Soul is Sip. It is not easy to get to the conclusion that our soul is Sip, the supreme immortal power. The only way this is possible is through realizing, I am a soul, soul is Sip, I am Sip, Sip is an all, step by step. What am I? I am not the body, mind and ego, but the divine soul. What is the soul? Soul is a power, it is energy, it is Sip. This is not the knowledge that you can get in a college. You may read about this in the pages that follow, but unless one is in consciousness, that state of thoughtlessness, one cannot realize the profound truth that soul is sip. This book logically explains what are known as the Mahavakyas or the four principal statements from the Upanishads, the ancient scriptures of Sanatana Dharma, the original Hindu faith. Tattvamasi, thou art that. I am Atma Brahma, the soul is divine energy. Aham Brahmasmi, I am the divine. And Prajnanam Brahma, the intuitive wisdom that everything is the divine. For thousands of years, People have tried to learn and understand these statements. One cannot learn and understand them because the truth has to be realized. Although we have reached this far to understand or realize that I am the soul and the soul is Sip, if we are controlled by our mind, we will never be able to put the pieces together. Our mind does not want us to realize this, for if we do, it would be game over for the mind. Therefore, the mind stops us from realizing that the soul is sip. There is no doubt that we are not the body and the mind. So also, there should be no doubt that we are the spark of unique life that arrives at conception and departs at death. That spark of life is energy. It is eternal and immortal. Even science endorses it. It will only require pure common sense to infer that the soul is not any of the other energies that are prevalent in the universe. The soul energy is different from the power of the sun, wind and water. It is the very power of life. 
there is no other source of this power but the supreme immortal power sip in fact all the power in the universe is one power the power of sip the only difference is that the soul is a highly evolved power the soul is the highest evolved power of the supreme that gives life to everything living it is also true that the soul of a human being has far more power than the soul of a single celled amoeba or a little plant these living creatures are alive too and the spark of unique life or soul exists in them too till they die but a human soul is far more powerful it is just like the power that is there in a tiny gadget as compared to the power needed in a large aeroplane to make it fly it is a great blessing for one to realize this truth that the soul is sip that the spark of unique life within us is none other than the power of the supreme this in fact takes us through the biggest leap of life from self realization to god realization once we realize that i am a soul and soul is sip we have achieved our life purpose the soul is a power that is none other than sip those who realize this start a very divine trip chapter 7 realize this in consciousness if you are one of the many who are confused about the truth that you are not who you think you are and you are none other than the god you pray to then you are among us the 99% of people in this world only less than 1% of the world population embarks on a journey to realize god most of us are trying to find god we cannot find god god is not a person with a name and form god is not a statue that lives in a temple or church god is a power the supreme immortal power the only way to realize god is through self realization self realization is nothing but the realization that i am a spark of unique life a soul this has to be realized not understood you may know it but still will not realize it until you reach a state known as consciousness once you are in consciousness you will be absolutely sure that you are a soul and the soul is none other than sip the supreme immortal power how do you reach a state of consciousness consciousness is thoughtlessness as long as we are in a state of thinking we cannot attain consciousness the mind is the biggest enemy of consciousness it does not permit us to flip over 
from a state of mind to a state of consciousness. The moment we still the mind and kill the mind, we will become a master of our thoughts. It is through thoughts that our mind stops us from the realization that I am not I. Therefore, our challenge is not to be caught in a thought. By now, you know that you cannot find the mind. It does not exist. It is just a bundle of thoughts. When there are thoughts, the mind appears to exist. But when we still the mind, we become a witness, an observer of our thoughts. This state of becoming an observer is consciousness. People call it mindfulness or thoughtlessness. How do we know that we are in a state of consciousness? When we are not, thoughts pour like rain and push us down the drain. Then we are controlled by our mind as it becomes the master. But when we reverse it, we become the master and there is no mind. In this state of consciousness, the intellect is activated. Thoughts no more pour like rain. They drop like gentle snowflakes one by one for the intellect to discriminate. Not only do we become a master of thought and of the mind, but we also become the master of our destiny. It is in the state of consciousness that one can realize that I am a soul and that soul is Sif. Without consciousness, this realization is impossible. Until you still the mind and kill the mind, you cannot activate your intellect to realize this truth. Haven't we all experienced some stress, worry and fear created by the mind? It destroys our ability to use our intellect to decide or make a choice. Once we go beyond the toxic mind, we can see that we are not the mind and ego, me, and then we can be sip, that supreme power who we are truly meant to be. You can see this only in consciousness. You are a soul. You are sip. This is absolutely true. Until you are in consciousness, you will never get a clue. Chapter 8 Soul is Immortal Science has recorded that energy can neither be created nor destroyed. It can only be transformed from one form to another. When we realize that soul is nothing but energy or power, we also realize that the soul is immortal, birthless and deathless. Just like energy flows in the universe, the power of life flows into a being making it come to life and then flows out of the living creature and it dies. But the soul is immortal. 
the soul gives life. It gives breath till our death and then it departs. The soul never dies. It is immortal. As long as we do not realize that we are not the body, mind and ego, we will never realize that we are immortal souls. The mind stops us from this realization because of its own survival. But the fact is that we are not the body that dies. That is why when someone dies, we say that he passed away. We are so sure that the deceased has departed that we even destroy the body by burning or burying it. Still, we are unable to realize that we are immortal. If you ask somebody, will you die? Their spontaneous answer will be, yes, everybody has to die. But when they realize that it is only their body that dies, they will begin to realize that they are the immortal soul that departs at death and not the body that dies. This journey of I am a soul, soul is sip, I am sip, sip is an all, starts with the realization that I am a soul. It builds the foundation for us to realize that the soul is immortal. It is a part of sip, the supreme immortal power. This leads to a startling revelation if I am a soul and soul is sip, then who am I? As long as we don't realize who we are not, we will never realize the truth of who we are in reality. We will never accept the truth that we are not mortal bodies but immortal souls. We will struggle to comprehend that we are the soul that is none other than sip the supreme immortal power. This is because this truth is beyond comprehension. It needs realization. Self-realization will take us to God-realization, but only a very few people, probably less than one in a million, have a complete realization that they are the immortal soul who is none other than the supreme immortal power. Before you move forward, stop and be absolutely clear that you are a soul and soul is sip. There is no point moving forward without having clarity on the first two points of I am a soul and soul is sip. I am sip, sip is an all. It is who am I and what am I? I am a soul and soul is sip. This simple truth must be contemplated and realized without our mind creating any doubt. It is the ultimate truth, but our own mind has hidden this from us. Contemplate this first and then move forward to that state of ultimate bliss that will come from truth consciousness. I am not the body or mind that is mortal. I am the divine soul, a supreme power that is immortal. Part B Soul is sip. 
in a snapshot. Point 1. While we all know of the soul, we do not realize that soul is a spark of unique life. Point 2. This spark of life is a power. Point 3. This power is immortal. It is birthless and deathless. Point 4. This power of the soul is omnipresent, present everywhere. Point 5. The power of the soul is Sip, the supreme immortal power. Point 6. Sip is none other than God. God is Sip. God is a supreme immortal power. Point 7. Unless we flip from mind to consciousness, we will never realize that the soul is Sip. Part C. I am Sip. I am not I. I am a soul. When I realize this, I achieve my goal. What is the soul? The soul is Sip. When I realize this, I start a divine trip. Chapter 1 Who am I eventually? When we realize that we are not this body, this body will die and this body came later. First came I and this happened nine months earlier to the birth date when the zygote was created. We become sure that we are not this body. When this body dies, People will say that we passed away. So, are we the mind? No, there is no mind. Our thoughts make us blind. Therefore, if we are not the body, mind or ego, we realize that we are the soul. In trying to discover the truth of the soul, we realize that the soul is a spark of unique life. It is energy, life energy. It gives us breath till our death. Still, we cannot see or touch it, but we experience it all the time. It is a power that makes us walk, talk, sing and do everything. We are that power. We are the power of the soul. The mind will stop us from realizing this. It will still tell us that we have a soul and it stops us from realizing that we are the soul. We are that power that comes alive at conception. We are that power that makes the cells multiply till we become a 30 trillion celled body. When the body dies, we are that power that departs. We know it. That is why at death we say that
they passed away but somehow we don't realize the truth if we realize that i am a soul and soul is sick then i can conclude that i am sick this is logical once i realize that i am a spark of unique life and this spark is none other than the supreme immortal power then i am that supreme immortal power how can we deny this we cannot but the mind makes it impossible for us to realize this truth the mind doesn't want to end its existence it stops us from self realization of i am sick because then it will cease to exist the moment we realize that i am not i there will be no me the mind and ego we realize that we are a manifestation of the divine this is the truth because of karma we take birth we come to earth in a new body as the mind and ego me then we get caught in the cycle of life death and rebirth and this goes on and on as we will continue to be reborn unless we escape from this cycle unless we overcome ignorance unless we still the mind and kill the mind we will not reach that ultimate truth of i am sick this is a fact nobody can deny it i am sick you are sick and sick is in every lip every soul every spark of unique life is none other than sick the supreme immortal power every wave is a manifestation of the ocean we know it for sure we can see it coming from the ocean and going back into the ocean but our mind stops us from realizing that we are all sip it stops us from realizing that we can come from the supreme power and we return to the supreme power and because we do not realize the simple truth that i am sip we suffer on earth living as the body mind and ego when we realize that i am not i that i am nothing then we realize that i am sip and we become everything chapter 2 i am nothing the key to realizing i am sip is to first realize that i'm not even a chip i'm not even a cell every cell is nothing but energy this is not a spiritual talk it is a scientific truth in the year 2022 the nobel prize for physics was given to three physicists for their contribution in the field of quantum physics and quantum mechanics this endorses that science accepts the theory of wave particle duality this theory tells us that every particle of matter 
is nothing but a wave of energy. When the scientists were performing an experiment, they took a cell and broke it down to its tiniest particle. Not electrons, neutrons and protons, but the tiniest particle called a quark. When they were studying this quark under a sophisticated microscope, this tiny particle disappeared. They were flabbergasted and as they were trying to record their phenomena of disappearance, the particle reappeared. Thus, they coined the name of this theory as wave-particle duality. This theory reveals that every particle of matter is nothing but energy. When we contemplate the scientific principles of quantum physics and quantum mechanics, we are redirected to the primordial truth mentioned in the ancient scriptures of Sanatana Dharma that are thousands of years old. The ancient spiritual texts tell us, Neti Neti, not this, not this. You are not this body. You are not this mind. And Tatvamasi, thou art that. You are that energy, that power. Today, science is saying the same thing. Until now, it seemed that science and spirituality had no synergy, but today, we realize that both science and spirituality agree that we are nothing but energy. We may appear as this body with over 30 trillion cells, but the truth is that every cell of our existence is nothing but energy. It is a myth to believe that I am I, because the truth is that I am not I. I appear to be me, and the mind and ego compel us to believe that we are me. But once we overcome our ignorance and realize the truth, we are free. We realize that we are that divine energy that is none other than Sip, the supreme immortal power. Therefore, the key to realizing the truth that I am Sip, a manifestation of the divine, is to realize that I am nothing. Our mind has created the ego that keeps saying, I, me and mine. This ego portrays a false identity and stops us from the realization of the truth that I am sick. Our mind also joins our ego and questions, how can I be sick? Even the thought is ridiculous. Unfortunately, we have been taught lies, like God lives in the skies, and therefore, to suddenly turn around and believe that we are all sip is not easy, but when we realize that I am nothing, this will lead us to the realization that I am sip. Of course, the way to do this is to first realize that I am the soul. Once we realize that I am nothing but divine energy, we will realize that I am Sip, the supreme immortal power. How can I be nothing? questions the mind. It envelops us in ignorance and makes us blind.
Chapter 3 I am but who can we deny that we exist no we cannot deny that are we not different from the table chair the rock and the stone of course we are we are alive we are not like some furniture we are not like the pebbles or the sand on the beach these things are dead and inanimate but we are animate we are alive somehow we think that we are what our id or our passport declares we have a name a nationality an address an agenda we grow up saying i am mary or i am john but we did not have this name when we were born a name is just an identity to differentiate me from you then we say i am a male or female in reality the body is male or female i am a soul that has no gender but i exist from the time i am born till the time i am gone i have that address my age keeps changing even though my date of birth remains the same but the fact is that i was not born on my date of birth i was conceived 9 months before that date from that date of conception i was alive then the body was formed over 9 months and i was delivered on my date of birth is there any doubt that all this is true no there is no doubt therefore we exist from birth to death at death it's game over the id card and the passport will have no value because the body is dead till the body dies i am i have a bank account and my signature works i have a house and my fingerprint gives access nobody denies that i exist from birth to death but who is this i that exists unless we go on a quest to realize who is this i that exists we will never be able to solve the biggest mystery of life who am i we will never discover the greatest secret i am sip to realize that i am sip the supreme immortal power we must first realize i am a soul the soul arrives at conception and departs at death somehow we believe that we have a soul our mind stops us from realizing that we are that soul the soul is birthless and deathless the soul is energy the soul is the spark of unique life the energy in me is unique it's different from the energy in you we're all unique but where does this energy come from this energy comes from sip the supreme immortal power where does the energy come for your television air conditioner or a light bulb all these are different entities for the energy to come in these three equipment there are three separate switches but the power and the source of power is the same 
if we turn off the main switch, the power in all the three entities will go off, even if each of them have individual switches. Similarly, the energy in each one of us is separate, but the source of energy is the same. We all exist. As long as we are alive, we realize this. But we don't realize I am Sip. I am the supreme immortal power that appears as spark of unique life, the soul. This power keeps me alive from birth to death. I am none other than Sip, the supreme immortal power. No doubt, we exist. This body and mind have a name. The truth is, we are Sip. When will we understand the game? Chapter 4 I am Sip If somebody tells us, I am God, we would laugh and ask, How can you be God? We have been taught that God lives in the sky, but this is a lie. We pray to different gods. Every religion has their God. So, which is the real God? Do we deny the existence of a God? Do we deny the existence of a creator of this universe? Do we deny that there is a supernatural power that the world refers to as God? Mostly no. Over 80% of the world believes that there is a God or a power that has created this universe. It is this power that governs everything that happens on earth, including our birth. Is there any doubt that God exists? If there was no God, who made the sun, moon, stars, birds, animals and flowers? Who made you and me? There is no doubt that there is a creator. Those who deny the presence of a creator must ponder that if there is an iPhone, there must be a manufacturer called Apple. And if we are drinking Coke, it must have come from Coca-Cola. All creation in this universe is a proof that there is a creator. While there is no denying that there is a creator, when we call this creator God, it leads to so much confusion. Who is the real God? There are so many religions and each religion claims that its God is the real God. In fact, religion has become one of the primary factors in causing conflicts and war in the world. There is only one God. We may give this God different names and each religion may claim their God to be the real God. But the truth is that God neither has a name nor a form. God does not belong to one religion. God is a power, a supreme power, a power that is immortal. God is sip. God is birthless and deathless. The moment we realize God is sip, we will be able to join the dots and realize I am sip. It all starts with self-realization. I am nothing. I am a soul a spark of unique life. 
the soul is Sith. The soul is part of the supreme immortal power. Therefore, I am Sith. How can we explain all this? When we realize that we are nothing but energy and we realize that Sith, the supreme immortal power, is present everywhere in this universe, we realize that we are all manifestations of Sith. Each cell of our body is energy, the energy of Sip. We all appear to be, but in reality, we are just effects. Sip is the cause. It is just like a bangle, a chain and a ring. These jewels appear to be, but there is gold in everything. If you remove the gold, there will be no bangle, chain or ring. So also, if there is no Sip, we will be nothing. We exist because of Sip. Sip is the soul. The soul is the life in us. Without the soul, we would not exist. Without Sip, the soul cannot exist. Therefore, it is Sip that is the soul that is you and me. This is the absolute and ultimate truth. I am Sip and you are Sip. When we realize that we are the soul and soul is Sip, we are enlightened that the Divine speaks through every lip. created by our parents. Is this true? Partly yes. Our parents were involved in an act of copulation that caused our fertilization. But did they decide our birth? No, they did not. Our birth is a result of our own past actions, our karma. Because we think I am I, we live and we die but it's not over. The body dies but me, the mind and ego, carries its karma and is reborn. Birth happens but not on the date that is on our birth certificate. The truth is that we are conceived nine months before that date of birth. The spark of unique life, the soul, gives life to a zygote and our journey starts. The single-celled zygote multiplies and over nine months the body as if by divine magic is created in our mother's womb. Does any of us do anything in this process of the creation of this amazing body? No, everything happens automatically. Who creates the brain, heart, kidneys and lungs? It is all divine. But we never stop to contemplate what we always thought as a creation is in reality not a creation but a manifestation. We may appear to be this body, no doubt. We appear to be the body but each cell of our existence is nothing but energy. It is the power of the soul. It is ultimately a power of Sip. Therefore, what are we? We are in reality a manifestation of Sip. What does this mean? 
it means that we manifest as human beings. We appear as human beings when in reality we are the energy of Sip. A ring appears to be a ring, but it is actually a manifestation of gold. A wave appears to be a wave, but it is in reality a manifestation of the ocean. Every cell of our existence is Sip. Sip is the supreme immortal power. It appears as the soul, the spark of unique life and gives me, the mind and ego, a body to settle its karma. This is the simple truth. I am nothing but a manifestation of the divine. If we realize I am a soul and the soul is nothing but Sip, then it is a simple fact that I am Sip. I may appear to be me and you may appear to be you, but we are all manifestations. In fact, every soul is Sip. Therefore, if we want to realize God, we first need self-realization. We need to realize the truth that we are nothing but divine energy appearing as us and because we are caught in ignorance, we create karma. We live as the body directed by the mind and ego, me, and this me gets caught in the cycle of rebirth. As long as we live in ignorance, we will always think that we are the ones that we see in the mirror. We will never realize the truth of who we are. I am Sip is a realization that comes from the realization I am a soul. I am a spark of unique life that is none other than the supreme immortal power Sip. Therefore, I am Sip. I am a manifestation of Sip. We understand clearly when we say that a gold ring is nothing but gold and without the gold there would be no ring. But we find it very difficult to realize that we are manifestations of the divine, of Sip. Until we are enlightened with the truth, we will never attain the state of liberation and be free to realize that we all are Sip appearing as who we seem to be. We are a manifestation of Sip, not a creation. We are Sip, not created by Sip. We need realization. Chapter 6 I need liberation from ignorance. Why is it that we don't realize that we are a manifestation of Sip? Why does the world consider that we are all a creation? We often talk about how this world has a creator. Who created the sun, moon, stars, birds, animals? flowers, mountains, the seas, you and me? We often ponder, who is the creator? There must be a superpower whom we call God, who is the creator and the one who governs everything that happens in the universe. Those who are enlightened with the truth realize that everything is a manifestation, not a creation. 
This realization leads to liberation. Unfortunately, less than 1% of humanity goes in quest of the truth and of this, less than 1% is enlightened. Ultimately, less than 1 in a million achieve the state of liberation. What is liberation? Liberation is overcoming ignorance and realizing the truth. It is the ability to see that I am not me. I am not the body, mind and ego. I am a soul. I must realize this. To realize this, I must overcome ignorance and when I do, I attain the state of liberation. I become free from the body, mind and ego. I realize I am a divine soul. Realization of the Self doesn't end there. When we realize that we are a soul, we then realize that the soul is Sip and ultimately we are all Sip. We are not created by Sip but are manifestations of Sip. Every cell of our existence is Sip. It is energy, the power of the divine, the supreme immortal power. Why don't we attain this realization? Because there is no liberation. Liberation is freedom from ignorance. As long as we are caught in thought, we will be a slave of the mind and reach our grave without the realization that we are a manifestation. The body will die and the me, the mind and ego will be reborn and this will go on and on. This is because we did not get the realization that we are a manifestation of Sip. We did not realize that we are the soul and the soul is Sip. The fact that I am a soul and soul is Sip logically leads us to I am Sip. But we are unable to use our intellect to realize this logic because of the mind. The mind envelops us in ignorance through thoughts and we just live and die without realizing the truth of who am I. We need realization. We need to be enlightened with the truth. We have to overcome the myth that we have grown up with. For this liberation, we must ask questions. Am I this body? Where did this body come from? How was it created? What happens when the body dies? When we ask, we investigate and ultimately we will realize the truth. It starts with a quest, an investigation that will lead to illumination. Then there will be the realization that we are all manifestations of Sip. This will give us liberation. We will become Sip. We will become one with the Divine. We need the realization that we are but a manifestation. When we realize I am Sip, there is liberation. Chapter 7 I must transcend karma. To realize the truth that I am Sip, I must transcend karma. What does this mean? As long as I believe that I am I, I will continue to create karma as this mind, body and ego. 
once I create karma, I am trapped in the cycle of death and rebirth. I am enveloped in ignorance and I believe I am everything, I do everything. This is the biggest hurdle that stops us from realizing the truth. If we have to be enlightened that I am Sip, the secret is that we must transcend karma. Unless we are free from karma, the mind and ego, me, will be reborn and this will go on and on. We will never realize I am Sip. This is because we don't realize that we are not the ones doing the karma. We are the soul that is giving power to the body to live and act. Ignorance makes us believe that we have a soul. Realization reveals we are the soul. This realization will enlighten us to the truth that I am Sip. Every day that we live on this planet, we have to act, we have to do karma. There is no freedom from action. What we need is freedom in action. We will be performing actions as long as we are alive. We must realize that these actions are empowered by the power of the soul. If there was no soul, there would be death. There would be no breath. It is the soul that is our true existence. The body is just a manifestation. Every cell is energy. The mind, which we cannot find, is just a bundle of thoughts caused by ignorance. If the mind and the body have no real existence and they are illusory in nature, then how can they do karma and carry karma life after life? The realization that we need is, my karma is not my karma because I am not I. I am nothing but a manifestation of the Divine. Sip is everything. When there is this realization, we attain liberation from karma. We live as a Divine instrument, doing nothing with our will, but totally surrendered to the Divine will. When we become mere instruments to fulfill the Divine will with no expectation of any fruit or reward for the actions that we perform, then we are free from our karma. We become a karma yogi and we offer all our actions to Sip, realizing that we are nothing but a manifestation of Sip. When there is this realization that we are Sip, it means we have transcended karma. Karma doesn't belong to us anymore because we are mere manifestations. We are Sip appearing as you and me. We are not human beings having a spiritual experience. Rather, we are enlightened beings who have transcended me, the mind and ego and are completing a karmic experience in a human form. When we transcend karma by transcending the body, mind and ego, we reach that state of realization. I am Sip. Since I am a soul and soul is Sip, I am nothing but Sip. But if there is any trace of ego creating karma, we will fail to realize that we are the soul, that we are Sip. 
we must transcend the ego and ultimately karma we must transcend karma realize everything is a drama then we will experience bliss as if there will be no trauma part c i am sip in a snapshot point 1 who am i in reality if i am not the body that will die and the mind that i cannot find point 2 i am a soul a spark of unique life point 3 but what is the soul it is nothing but sip the supreme immortal power point 4 If I am the soul and the soul is sip then I am sip point 5 because of ignorance we do not realize that we are not the body mind and ego we are the soul that is sip point 6 we continue to be enveloped in ignorance and think that we are a creation when we realize I am sip we realize that we are all manifestations of the divine point 7 we need to overcome ignorance then the realization will take us to liberation and we will realize that we are a manifestation of the divine point 8 to realize i am sip we must first realize i am nothing not the body mind and ego i am sip then we become everything point 9 the one who transcends karma is free from action he lives as a divine instrument realizing that he is sip part d sip is an all sip is the supreme immortal power sip is a spark of unique life the soul sip is in every molecule of matter to realize this is our life goal chapter 1 every soul is sip We all acknowledge that we have a soul. Soul is the power of life within us that makes us walk, talk, sing and do everything. But do we know beyond that? Do we realize where this power comes from at the moment of conception, 9 months before we arrive on earth? Do we know where this power goes in the moment of death, where there is no breath? this power of life the spirit the atma the soul the spark of unique life comes from sip the supreme immortal power and goes back into sip it is like a wave in the ocean the wave has no real existence but it appears to be a wave it comes from the ocean splashes and then returns becoming one with the ocean so does the soul Every living creature has a soul and each soul 
each spark of life is none other than sip it is just like every bulb in our house every gadget the television microwave and washing machine each appears to be powered separately but the electric power to all gadgets and appliances has one source of power not just the gadgets in our house but all the appliances in the entire city are powered from one power grid we understand this but we don't understand that the souls of all living creatures are powered by one supreme immortal power sip sip is the power of life in every animate being sip is the soul every soul is sip this is life's greatest realization first we must realize that we are the soul this is the beginning as long as we think that we have a soul it will confuse us and we will think of the soul to be an entity like the body no doubt the soul is unique as long as it is giving us life but eventually all souls merge into sip just like switches in our house control each and every bulb gadget or appliance and we can supply power as we choose the soul in you and me appears to be unique as long as we are alive in this body but ultimately all souls are sip this is the greatest truth of life which we must realize once we realize that we are a soul and soul is sip therefore we are sip then we must realize that sip is in all every soul is sip there is nothing other than sip but this realization will not come until we go through the first three realizations until we realize that we are not the body mind and ego and we are the soul until we realize that this soul is sip we will never realize that every living creature that lives crawls swims and sings is sip each of these living creatures has a soul which is the essence of its existence therefore in essence every soul is sip there is sip in every living creature on earth not even one in a million realizes this truth when one hears this for the first time they think it to be strange unbelievable and unacceptable but this is the truth we have to move from knowing it to realizing it the soul in every living creature is none other than sip the mind bombards us so that this truth we skip chapter 2 sip is possible not only is every soul sip not only is every animate living creature a manifestation of the divine every molecule in this universe is nothing but sip the supreme immortal power to a common person this will surely sound weird at least the living soul appears to be a power but how can dead matter also be the supreme immortal power in the past spirituality has been saying that this world is nothing but a manifestation of the divine spirituality has been advocating that all the beauty around us is because of sip 
If there was no sip, there would be no beauty, but somehow we have not been able to realize this. That is why we even call matter dead matter. But even science has discovered that a particle of matter is nothing but a wave of energy. The two are not different from each other. In an experiment known as the wave-particle duality, scientists saw the smallest particle of matter that is smaller than neutron, proton and electron, called quark, disappear into nothingness. They realized that this was the law of thermodynamics at work that states that energy can neither be created nor destroyed. It can only be transformed from one form to another. Even as they were recording their observations, they saw the particle of matter reappear and they were baffled. They termed this phenomenon as wave-particle duality. This theory is accepted in the quantum physics and quantum mechanics branch of science. In 2022, three physicists were jointly awarded the Nobel Prize for Physics because of their contribution in the field of quantum physics and quantum mechanics. They put to rest the doubt that every particle of matter in this world is nothing but energy. What is this energy? This energy is the power of SIP, the supreme immortal power. The wave-particle duality only reveals that SIP is possimum, that the supreme immortal power is a particle of SIP in every molecule of matter. Every molecule of matter appears to be a molecule, but in reality, it is energy. There was a time when science and spirituality were at loggerheads, but today, there is one thing on which they have synergy, that all matter is energy. What does this tell us? This tells us that this beautiful universe that appears so real, the mountains, the sea and the rivers that we see, everything that appears is nothing but energy. It is SIP, the supreme immortal power that is in every molecule of matter. Matter appears to be the five elements of nature, earth, water, air, fire and space. Each of these elements, made up of tiny molecules, is eventually nothing but energy. Spirituality has been saying it for ages that this world is a manifestation of the divine, but science has only recently started to accept it. The difference is in the explanation offered by science. Scientists say over 90-95% to of the universe is made up of dark energy which is unknown. What is this? It is SIP. Every particle of matter is SIP. Every molecule of matter is nothing but SIP. Even science agrees that there is energy in every little chip. Chapter 3 Only SIP is If SIP is the spark of unique life, the soul in every living creature and SIP is also possimum, 
a particle of sip in every molecule of matter. Then it is a startling revelation that everything in this world is sip. Only sip is. There is nothing else but sip. Let us understand what this means. In essence, it means that this whole universe is nothing but a manifestation of the Divine. It appears that God has created this world, but what is the truth? The first revelation is that the Creator is a power, a supreme immortal power that is nameless, formless, birthless and deathless. This power that we call God is Sip. The power of Sip manifests or appears as everything that we see, the mountains, the rivers and the sea. The five elements of matter are nothing but Sip. Every molecule is energy. This energy is the power of Sip. It seems that this entire universe is energy particles that appear as the sun, moon, stars, birds, animals and flowers. In the living creatures, not only is there the presence of Sip in the form of the five elements, but there is also the soul, the spark of unique life that is none other than Sip. Therefore, if every particle of matter is sip and every soul is sip, there is nothing else in this world but sip. If sip were to remove the life power in all living creatures, if all souls were to disappear, then this world would become inanimate because there would be no living creatures but the power of sip would still exist. The sun glows, the wind blows and the water flows. All this is the power of Sip. It is the power of Sip that makes the earth rotate. Even science agrees that the whole universe is filled with an unknown energy that appears as matter. If the power of Sip that is in every molecule of matter that fills the universe is removed, then there would be no universe. Therefore, everything that is inanimate or animate is Sip. Only Sip is. Other than Sip, there is nothing. The understanding that Sip fills this universe needs enlightenment. It is a truth that must be realized. Our mind will refuse to believe this truth because if we realize it, the mind will cease to exist. So, the mind will always make us believe in the lies like God lives in the skies, that God has created this universe. It will stop us from realizing the truth that Sip is everything. Without Sip, there would be nothing. Sip is the soul in you and me, the power of life and if there were no power of life, 
there would be only dead matter. Even in every molecule of dead matter, there is nothing but sip. Therefore, everything in this world is sip. We appear to be you and me, the butterfly, the bees, the flowers and the trees. But in reality, everything is energy. Everything is a manifestation. It is like a piece of jewelry in a gold shop. It appears to be a bangle, chain or a ring. But in reality, they have no real existence. There is gold in everything. Remove the gold and there would be nothing. Remove sip, there will be nothing. Just as there is gold in a bangle, chain and in the ring, there is sip in the animate and inanimate in everything. Chapter 4 Everything is Maya If everything in this world is sip, then how do we explain you and me, the butterfly and the bee and the mountain and the sea? How can everything be sip, the supreme immortal power? Haven't we grown up with the understanding that there is a difference between me and God? God is an all-powerful being and we are nothing. Now, if we are told or realize that everything is sip, how can our beliefs be reconciled? Unfortunately, we have grown up with the myth. We are enveloped in ignorance. We don't realize the truth that everything is Maya, a cosmic illusion. What is Maya? Maya has two aspects. It projects the myth and conceals the truth, just like a projector conceals the screen and projects actors and sounds to make it appear that there is no screen and only the movie. Maya also projects this world and all the living beings and conceals Sip, the supreme immortal power that is in essence the background of everything. It is impossible to accept Maya unless we go through the process of the realization, who am I? I am not this body, mind and ego. I am a soul. Soul is Sip. I am Sip. Sip is an all. Everything is Maya. Everything that appears to be in reality is nothing but divine energy. Can we understand this? We can't understand. Rather, have to realize it. We need enlightenment of the truth. It is the truth. There is no doubt about it, but our mind withholds it from us as it envelops us in the darkness of ignorance. It bombards us with thoughts and because in thought we are caught, we do not reach the state of consciousness in which we activate our intellect, discriminate and realize that everything is Maya. We have several examples of illusions, a mirage in the desert or a rainbow in the sky. 
they appear to be but in reality they are not so is everything in this world a ring appears to be a ring just as a bangle and a chain appear to be a bangle and a chain but the truth is that they have no real existence they are just gold remove the gold and there will be no bangle chain or ring these are just effects gold is the cause so also everything in this world is just an effect the cause is sip everything is a manifestation an appearance and unfortunately because we have no realization we see what seems to be and we think that we are the body and the mind and ego this is maya throughout life we think that this is my house my car and my family but the fact is that nothing is ours we brought nothing to earth and we will take nothing when we depart even this body that seems to be me will be left behind but throughout life we are in a trance under the spell of maya the cosmic illusion when we overcome maya we will realize the truth we will see sip in all we will experience everything beautiful as divine all this will happen when we start a quest to realize who am i and it all begins with the first realization i am a soul this realization will lead us to realizing that sip is in all you me the butterfly the bee the mountain and the sea everything is maya a cosmic illusion it is sip energy chapter 5 this world is a leela what is a leela a leela is a drama it is a show actors come to the stage perform their part and go the earth is a stage and we are actors we come and we go but we don't realize that it is all a divine leela it is all a show what does this mean it means that we don't understand the purpose of our existence and why things are happening in this world in reality it is all a well synchronized drama when we go to a theater we don't realize that it is just a show it is so beautifully orchestrated that we get immersed in the drama then in the end the show is over and it is time to go so is life we're not going to be here forever we come and we go but we don't realize that it is all a leela a show what is the cause of this leela it is our karma everything unfolding on the earth stage is orchestrated by a universal law the law of action and reaction the law of cause and effect the law of karma 
nothing on the earth stage happens by chance or luck whatever is unfolding is our karma every action every deed is like a seed that we plant as we sow so shall we reap we are well aware of this universal law and that is why we don't question when we don't find apples growing on a mango tree karma is the cause of our destiny most of us realize the truth of karma and hence we try to do good karma we try to become compassionate kind and eliminate all that is evil from our life we don't want to be in a karmic debt to suffer on earth and return again in a rebirth we don't realize that we can be free from karma free from all suffering and free from rebirth if only we realize that everything is just a leela i am a soul i am sip i have no karma everything is maya i'm not the body nor the mind but the mind makes us blind we don't realize maya and we don't understand that it is all leela those who realize sip is in all realize the play of maya on this earth stage they realize that they are manifestations of sip they live as a divine instrument post the realization that i am not the body or mind a realized being lives as a soul the maya continues just as the leela does but the one who is enlightened with the truth is unaffected such a person lives as a yogi ever united with the divine and overcoming all ignorance such a person lives as a soul as sip at the end of the show such a person does not return to earth in a rebirth because there is no karma all the karma is dissolved along with the ignorance that is overcome i am a soul the soul has no karma the body will die and the mind and ego me that carries karma is not me the realization that i am a soul liberates us from samsara the cycle of death and rebirth unfortunately while we all know that everything is a show and we come and we go we don't realize that it is a leela it is because we don't realize that i am a soul and everything is sip we live and die without discovering the truth of who am i we suffer on earth and return in a rebirth because we don't realize that it is just a leela the world is a leela it is a drama a show we are just actors we come and we go chapter 6 our goal is moksha why are we alive what is the reason for our existence how many of us understand this we just live and die without knowing why we are born did we choose our birth on earth 
did we choose our parents? No. Then, what brought us to this planet? Little do we realize that it is our karma, which has given us one more opportunity to realize that I am a soul, I am sick. It is only a human being who is blessed with an intellect to discriminate and realize that sip is in all. The other living creatures are also here because of their karma, but they do not have the opportunity to be enlightened with the truth. Only man has that opportunity. The others must return to earth as a human being to experience enlightenment. Majority of us do not realize the truth that we are a soul and we are sip. We don't understand our purpose on earth. We are so lost in this world that we suffer and we die, only to return. Only a few of us are blessed. We realize that we are sip. We are liberated from this Leela and this Maya. We overcome ignorance and live as the soul, not the body, mind and ego. We experience sip as the soul in one and all. This is mukti, freedom when alive. We become a Jeevan Mukta. We are free from all suffering on earth and free from the cycle of death and rebirth. In the moment of death, we attain moksha. What is moksha? Every body dies but most of us are enveloped in ignorance. We live as the mind and ego, me, and carry our karma into another birth on earth. We think that we are me, but don't realize that we are a spark of unique life, the soul. If only we could realize this, then we would drop all karma. We will free from karma, just as we will be free from rebirth. Although we will live in a physical body, we will live as a soul, realizing that we are sick. We will realize that we are a manifestation of the Divine. Everything is sick. Everything is Maya. This Leela is to realize that we are the soul and the one who realizes this truth lives a life of complete acceptance without any protest. He surrenders completely after realizing the truth about self, about life and God. It is not easy to attain moksha. Very few, a rare minority is blessed to reach this divine state of realization, of liberation and ultimately unification with the divine. The fact is that we are the soul but we don't realize it. We live as the body and suffer physical pain. We live as the mind and are miserable. We live as the ego and are agonized by anger, hate, revenge and jealousy. If we attain mukti, then we are free from this triple suffering. But this is not the end. The ultimate goal is to attain moksha, to go beyond mukti when alive and to achieve moksha, salvation or nirvana at the time of death, 
when we lose our breath. The purpose of human existence is to become one with the Supreme. If we don't, then we will return to the planet in a new body only to wander and to suffer. But if we realize that we are the Divine Soul, we are sick, we will attain moksha. Our ultimate purpose is moksha, to be free from karma. To achieve this goal, we must first realize we are the soul. Chapter 7 What happens at death? What is death? Isn't death a reality? It is the moment when we lose our breath. The body dies and the one who was alive flies, leaves the body. Is there any doubt that every body will die? Is not death certain? Yes, it is. Do we not cremate or bury and destroy the body that dies? Yes, we do. Why do we do it? Because we are absolutely sure, beyond doubt, that the one who was alive is no more in the body. Would we dare burn or bury somebody who was alive or who was in deep sleep? No, that would be a murder. We certify that death has happened and then bury or burn the body. What exactly happens in the moment of death? Most of us believe that when the body dies, me, the mind and ego, carries the karma and returns to earth in a rebirth with a new body. There are many of us who refuse to contemplate this reality. Although we believe in the law of karma, we do not contemplate death and we do not want to accept the reality that every birth on earth is nothing but karma causing us to return. If there was no karma, there would be no death. The cause of birth is karma. Most of us return in a rebirth, whether we accept it or not. Just because we don't believe in rebirth does not mean that we are free from it. Karma will bring us back whether we accept it or not. We may do good or bad karma. Whatever are our deeds, they become the seeds that we plant and they are responsible for our destiny. Just like seeds are responsible for the fruits on the tree. There is nothing like luck, fate or serendipity. Every living being is reborn after they are gone because of their deeds, karma. Let us not have any doubt about this. The universe is governed by several universal laws. Laws that make the earth rotate, cause revolution and seasons. One such law is the law of karma that causes our birth on earth. In the moment of death, one of the two things happens. One, we remain ignorant, live as the body, mind and ego and we are reborn. 
this happens in the majority of the cases. On the other hand, in a few rare cases, where one realizes that they are the soul, not the body, mind and ego, then there is no rebirth. The soul is immortal. It is birthless and deathless. When the body dies, the soul becomes one with sin. This is because of the realization that I am not the mind and ego, me. I have no karma, so I am free. I do not have to return to earth in a rebirth. Therefore, we have a choice. Either we can be reborn and this cycle goes on and on, or we can be enlightened, liberated and united with the Divine, the Supreme Immortal Power, Sip. This is the purpose of human existence. This is our ultimate goal. To realize that we are the soul, to be free from karma and to attain moksha. Because we don't realize that everything is maya and it is all a leela, we live with ignorance as me in this body, suffer the triple suffering on earth and return in a rebirth. Either we are reborn or liberated in that moment of death. One of two things happens when we lose our breath. Chapter 8 From Self-Realization to God-Realization what is life all about? It is a journey from birth to death. For a human being, this journey is the greatest opportunity. We can use our intellect, discriminate and realize the truth, or we can just remain ignorant. If we choose to go on a quest, ask, investigate and realize, then our life journey will lead us to self-realization through life-realization and ultimately lead to God-realization. L-I-F-E Life is liberation from ignorance and finding enlightenment. Unfortunately, most of us don't realize what life is all about. The biggest problem is that we don't ask the two most important questions Who am I and why am I here? If we ask these two questions, we will reach the state of self-realization. We will realize, Neeti Neeti, we are not the body, we are not the mind, and Tatvamasi, thou art that, we are the soul. This, the first major realization, is called self-realization. Self-realization takes us forward in the journey of life. We go through several realizations. We realize the truth about karma, about birth, this earth, about death and how we lose our breath. We come to terms and overcome the myth that we have grown up with. As we question, our inquiry liberates us from ignorance. Not only are we self-realized, but we also become life-realized. We realize that we are not the body, mind and ego. 
we are the divine soul however we have yet to attain one bigger goal which is known as god realization who is god where is god what is god when we realize that we are the soul and the soul the spark of unique life is nothing but sip the supreme immortal power we realize that we are sip just as we realize that sip is an all this is god realization this is realizing that god doesn't live in a temple or church this is the reward of our search god is nameless formless birthless and deathless god is sip a supreme immortal power god is in you god is in me god is in every living creature that we see god is the energy that is in every molecule of matter this is the ultimate truth of god realization although we may know the truth but we will not realize it to realize the truth we must open our real eyes we have to sweep away the darkness of ignorance with the light of enlightenment we need the help of a guru a spiritual master we need the grace of god sip and this comes from the deep yearning for the divine if we yearn for god we will realize that god is sip but if we desire the world we will never realize god we will pray to our personal god and never realize that god is within that god is not one made of bone and skin alas only a very few of us are blessed with god realization which is only possible first through self realization and then through life realization if we attain them subsequently we will realize that god is sip purification leads to illumination and finally realization self realization life realization and then god realization chapter 9 everything beautiful is divine look around you there is so much beauty in this world where does all this beauty come from little do we pause to realize that beauty is divinity all the beauty that surrounds us is a manifestation of the divine whether it is nature or beautiful creatures the beauty that fills the world a beautiful sunrise or sunset the twinkling stars in the skies the white fluffy clouds mountains oceans rivers lakes this world is stunning it is spectacular every molecule of this beautiful world is nothing but divine energy but we don't realize this truth in this ever so fascinating world which is none other than sip There are living creatures that fill the earth with beauty. Not just you, me and the billions of people, gorgeous women, handsome men, each so beautiful but also every living creature. Each one is so amazing. The birds that fly in the sky, 
they sing and fill the skies with joy. The giraffes, the zebras, the dogs, the cats, the flora and fauna, the leaves, the flowers and fruits make this world ever so beautiful. Have you ever got a chance to peek into the underwater world? The colorful fish and the corals are a treat for a man's imagination. This whole world is full of beauty, be it the dolphins, the penguins or the flamingos. Where does all this beauty come from? Each living creature that walks or swims or flies has a soul. It is the soul that is creating beauty, just as it is the power of sip that creates beauty in nature. If there was no sip, there would be no soul, no nature and no beauty. This beautiful world is filled with divinity, filled with sip, the supreme immortal power. But because we do not realize that I am a soul and soul is sip, we do not realize that everything is sip, everything beautiful is sip. Those who are blessed to realize all beauty as divinity do not need to go to a temple or a church to pray. They experience sip in everything, everywhere. They feel the presence of the divine all day because they realize that it is SIP that is filling this beautiful universe. SIP is the cause. We are just the effects. It is SIP that manifests as this beautiful world and all the beauty that fills this world. It is SIP that is beautiful. We see the beauty but we forget the divinity. We are lost in the gorgeous, enamoring, scintillating world and we forget SIP. We forget that we are SIP. We forget that without SIP, there would be no beauty. Have you ever stopped and wondered why a beautiful flower loses its beauty when it withers away? It is because the flower no more has the energy of SIP, the supreme immortal power, the soul. When the soul departs, a living creature loses all its beauty. Such is the nature. But the beauty of the nature that remains forever reminds us of the divine beauty that is Sip. The majestic mountains, the roaring seas and the expansive skies remain in existence to proclaim the beauty of Sip in every corner of the universe. When will we realize that it is Sip that is filling the world with such wondrous beauty? The beauty is none other than the supreme immortal power. We are enamored in this world that is full of beauty. We don't realize that all beauty is sip. It is divinity. Part D. Sip is in all in a snapshot. Point 1. When will we realize that this world is a manifestation of the divine? Point 2. Everything in this world is Sip, the supreme immortal power. Point 3. Even science agrees that every molecule of matter is energy. Point 4. This world is filled with Sip. We must realize this. Point 5. Every soul is Sip. 
Everything beautiful is Sid. Point six. Everything is Maya, a cosmic illusion. Point seven. Everything is Leela, a mega cosmic show. Point eight. Our goal is to be enlightened and attain moksha. Point nine. We need self-realization to reach God-realization. Point ten. If we don't realize sip is an all, we will live in ignorance, die and return to earth in a rebirth. Point eleven. I am a soul. Soul is sip. I am sip. Sip is an all. This reveals the ultimate truth. Point twelve. Not only in every living creature, a spark of sip, but every molecule of this world is also sip. Point thirteen. Sip is the only reality. Everything else is an appearance, an illusion. We must realize this truth. Afterward, where does the original inspiration of this book come from? As I reflect, I realize that this book, I am a soul, soul is sip, I am sip, sip is an all, is an effect of the four principal statements or Mahavakyas of the Upanishads and the Vedas. These are the texts of the Sanatana Dharma, the original Hindu faith. They are so ancient that they predate even written history. The four Mahavakyas are Tattvamasi, Ayam Atma Brahma, Aham Brahmasmi and Prakyanam Brahma. These four statements are known to the world. But what do they mean? Tattvamasi means Thou that art. It begins with Neti Neti meaning not this, not this. I am not the body, I am not the mind. I am a soul, a spark of unique life. Tattvamasi, the first Mahavakya, is the first part of this book. The second part of this book, the soul is Sib, is the second Mahavakya that states, I am Atma Brahma. It means that soul is Sib. The soul is none other than the supreme immortal power, Sib. The third Mahavakya states, Aham Brahmasmi. This principal statement means, I am Sip. If I am not the body or mind, but the soul, and the soul is Sip, then who am I? I am Sip or Aham Brahmasmi. The fourth or the final statement states, Prakyanam Brahma, and it is the last part of this book. The wisdom and intuition that Sip is everywhere, in everything, that is what Prakyanam Brahma means. Therefore, the four Mahavakyas of the Upanishads form the four parts of this book. Hence, this book is in a sense the truth of the Vedas and the Upanishads. If one realizes this truth, which is explained in such simple words, then he can be liberated from the samsara, which is the ultimate goal of life. Our goal is to simplify things. Sometimes we are caught in several interpretations of the scriptures and we don't understand 
the basic truth of who we are. We are, in essence, nothing but manifestations of the Divine. Every cell of our existence is a spark of Sip, the supreme immortal power. Where is God? God is everywhere. God is in everything. God is not the God that we always thought God was. But God is Sip. We are Sip. Everybody is Sip. Everything is Sip. And because we are enveloped in ignorance, we commit our greatest sin, thinking that we are humans when in reality we are the Divine. Man's greatest sin is that he thinks he is man, when in reality he is God, he is Sip, the supreme immortal power. This book will open our eyes as we realize the truth of who we are. It will liberate us from this world and unite us with the Divine. The essence of the Upanishads and the Vedas are summarized in Mahavakya's 4. This simple book will lead you to God. It will open the door. Poem I am a soul. Soul is sip. I am sip. Sip is an all. Who am I? Why am I here? What is the truth about life, my dear? I am not the body. I am not the mind. Who am I? The truth I must find. Most of us just live and die. We believe the lie that God lives in the sky. We don't ask questions, how and why. All we do is live and die. What is the truth? We must put it to test. To realize this, go on a quest. Most believe we are the mind and ego, me. From this ignorance, when will we be free? We are not this body. This is a fact. This body came later, after the fertilization act. First came the soul, the spark of unique life. When divine blessings fell upon a husband and wife. The first cell of life is called a zygote. It may be in a man, a sheep or a goat. Every life starts with the arrival of the soul. To realize this is our ultimate goal. Neither are we the body nor are we the mind. Where is the mind? We cannot find. The mind is nothing but a bundle of thought and in this thought we are caught. We believe the illusion. We are the mind and ego, me. In this ignorance we grow, the truth we cannot see. Until we go on a quest, we will never be free. We will never discover who we are meant to be. We are not the body, the ego or the mind. We are the soul. This truth we must find. If we want to achieve life's ultimate goal, first we must realize that we are the soul. The soul is a spark of unique life. It is immortal. It experiences no strife. The soul has no birth. It has no death. It is a power that gives us breath. We think we have a soul. What is the truth? 
We are the soul. It is our root. Without the soul, we would never be. We are nothing but soul energy. Without the soul, we would be gone. Without the soul, we wouldn't be born. Without the soul, we would never grow. It is the soul that makes us come and go. Of course, for sure, this body will die. But who leaves the body and flies into the sky? Because we think that it is the mind and ego, me, from our karma, we are never free. The body dies, but me takes rebirth. The mind and ego, me returns to earth. But how does the me in a new body arrive? It is the soul that makes it alive. So first, we must realize I am a soul. Then only will our life start becoming whole. Then the purpose of life we will achieve. The ultimate truth we will get to perceive. This truth can't be known. It must be realized. For this, we must delete what is memorized. Whatever we were taught, we must let go. Then only to the divine we will flow. I am a soul, soul is sip. This truth must come to our lip. God is not God, God is sip. We must start this voyage, start this trip. Who, where, what is God? We must ask. It is not blasphemy. We must do this task. If we truly love God, if God we yearn, then this ultimate truth we must learn. God is not made of bone and skin. God is the power that lives within. God has no birth. God has no death. God is present in our every breath. Let us stop saying from today, God. Let us realize the truth of our Lord. God is not God. God is Sip. May this divine truth from us never slip. Sip is present in every soul. Sip is in every creature that can run and roll. Sip fills this universe whole, be it a mighty animal or just a mole. Sip does not have a name or form. Sip never dies. Sip is not born. Sip has no beginning. Sip has no end. At death, the power of Sip does transcend. Therefore, Sip is everywhere on earth. Sip is the cause of every birth. Sip gives life to come and go. Without Sip, there would be no show. I am a soul. The soul is Sip. This is the truth that must be on our lip. This will start a voyage on a special ship. And to Sip, we will start our trip. Therefore, in essence, who am I? I am the God who is thought to be in the sky. When I realize I am nothing, I become Sip. I become everything. I am not the body, ego and mind. I am the soul. When this truth I find, then I realize I am none other than Sip. I don't speak. Sip speaks through my lip. I do nothing. Sip does it all. It is Sip that makes me grow tall. Although in ignorance I may again fall, but I have realized that 
there is sip in all. I am sip. You are sip. We all are sip. The truth is that sip is in every lip. We realize the truth when we go and search. We realize that God is not in a temple or church. Sip is the essence of every being on earth. Sip is in that little rabbit that takes birth. Sip is in that bird that flies in the sky. But we in ignorance ask how and why. When we realize I am the soul and then realize soul is sip, we then realize the truth. We are all sip. Every creature alive is on a divine trip. Sip is the soul in you and me. Sip is the supreme immortal energy. The soul that is sip is in every living being, animal, birds, plants and every living thing. When we realize that the soul is sip, we realize God is a power, then we flip. From the myth, we flip over to the truth. We realize sip is in every root. Every tree, every flower and every fruit, all that is alive comes from the root. But what is the truth about the root? It is sip. Sip is in the flower, fruit and the root. This world is nothing but full of sip. Every molecule of matter is the power of sip. The five elements of nature on earth are nothing but sip. This we must unearth. This book will make us unlearn the lie. Let's realize the truth before we die. I am not I. I am sip. The supreme immortal power is in every chip. By air, Atma in Ravi.